You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. So last week we had my girl Kimberly on the podcast and she really got into it about how we are qualified for what God calls us for. And that was just a really, really, really powerful conversation. And let me tell y'all, I needed that myself. Um, As I was editing, I was re-listening and there were just a lot of things that Kimberly said that revives me, I guess, um, last week. Y'all, last week was tough. So I celebrated my birthday. Your girl is 28. Get into it. And I felt on a high. I felt so good. I felt so in tune with God. And it wasn't because I was like sitting down reading every day, right? It wasn't because I was like praying all day. I had fun. Like I took myself out to lunch. I was off work all week. I just felt there was a vibe that I had. And of course, I'm turning 28. You're getting love from people. Um, And so all that was great. I had time off social media. I had time on social media. I was just, I just felt very in control. The immediate week after that, y'all, I kid you not, I just felt not like that. (laughs) I felt very much so the opposite. And it was tough. Going back to work was a little bit tough. Um, And just like, you know, you like, you turn a new age and then you start to examine things and you wonder like, I feel like I'm in the same spot. What has changed really? What am I looking for as I gear up for 29? Like all of these things, right? And I'm thinking like I'm closer to 30, all this stuff. And so I'm thinking, and I honestly, I allowed myself time to soak. I allowed myself time to just sit in that for a moment. And so if you notice that you did not get an episode uh, last before Kimberly's episode, that was the week when your girl was down, okay? And I don't want to give to y'all if I don't have it. If I'm not going to fake the funk, if we not, if we ain't here, if there ain't no power in my pros, you're not going to get power in pros. Like, it's just, I don't have it. So I thank y'all for rocking with me. Um, There were two people, y'all know who y'all are, called me out on TikTok. I was like, not the cool kids coming for me, but we back. And so I love y'all. I thank you for always just listening, lending your ears, lending y'all wisdom to me, Um, and just rock with me in this space. We are, listen, we all 20-somethings, 30-somethings trying to figure this thing called life out together. And so we back and we are back actually with a guest. This person that is going to be on the show today, I'm just in awe of moves that she makes are, they're very intentional and they're inspiring. Um, they're similar to my space. Y'all know somehow I always find people that are either poets, they're writers, they're in the communication space, and that ain't different today. And so I will be sharing and in a conversation with somebody that I hope will just inspire us to stand deeper in who we are, whether it's work, a side hustle with your community, and that she just kind of shares how we can do it all. I think a lot of times we try to capture all the things in this certain period of time. We we mark these deadlines on ourselves and it gets really hard to achieve at certain moments. When you're feeling down, like that down week that I had, I thought I couldn't do nothing. I was like, okay, I don't even need the podcast. I started thinking about all of these stuff and you start to spiral down and you have to have a foundation that pulls you out of that. You have to have something that's bigger than you that says that what you're feeling right now can be a fact But there's a truth that trumps that. You have to have that foundation. And without it, you will 
perish. And so I hope that this conversation today just reminds us of that. We can achieve it all, but we may not be able to do it all right now. We may not be able to do it all with the patterns and the habits that we have. There are going to be some shifts and things that we have to make. And so that's what we're going to get into today. Oladotu Adowu is a graduate of SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. She started Sisters in Media in the hopes of giving young women of color an opportunity to be immersed in media and contribute to that creative environment. Her expertise is in marketing, strategic communications, research, and publicity with a focus in television and film. Welcome, my girl, Ola, to the show. Hey! Hi. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I just wanted to, as you were talking, I was just like, you are not the only one. Everyone is in that position. Everyone has that. And I just wanted to say like, just because someone says something so profound and they said, just because you thought it doesn't mean it's true and doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's real. And I think what you think is, oh my God, I'm nearing 30. I'm nowhere near where I want to be in life. Like this is going to be permanent. All of that false, false, false. Like none of that is true. So I just wanted to say that for you. Like when you get into those moments and you're spiraling and you just like, yo, like where did my joy go? Like, just tell yourself all these lies that the enemy is telling me they're lies. That's what it is. Like he doesn't have a playbook of tomorrow, but our father does. Right. And so I feel like you shouldn't when you get to those, don't lean into it. And I'm, we're human. I've like literally like three days ago. Oh, actually three days ago, Sunday morning, I just bawled. So I woke up crying. I was just sad, just sad, like crying. And then I said, let me get up. I got out of my bed. I did my praise and worship. I went to go to Target. I got some stuff for the house. I bought food for my mom, cooked brunch. And it, the day ended up you know, being better than what it started out at. So like, listen, what he says is lies. Like, and and we don't want you to be in a state of like, of grief and sadness and, and leaning into things that are not even true. Like, it's not even true. Girl, thank you so much for that. I, I saw a TikTok that was like, if you feel like you hate yourself, take a shower. If you feel like you hate everybody else, eat. And then if you feel like everybody hates everybody, go outside. And so I saw I saw that TikTok or that I saw the TikTok once and then I saw that sound again. And I looked up and I was like, I haven't eaten. I didn't eat the night before. And then I'm watching the TikTok. It was like two something. I was like, girl, you haven't eaten in hours. Like you need to eat something. And then after that, I took a shower. Then I went for a walk. And I promise you, it was the same thing like your Sunday. I came back. I was like, this is just a great day. The Lord is alive. Like, it was like, now, you was being so dramatic before. So, 100%, I feel like there are moments when um, we'll listen to stuff that we shouldn't be listening to. But even just that general care, getting up and taking a shower, going to breathe fresh air, all of that stuff is just like, it seems trivial, but it's like a need to survival. Yeah, so, it is. Like, I'm like, I don't know, like, these last few months I've like watched like a lot of like spiritual, like I listen to a podcast that I think you would absolutely love. Um, and it's the same room and they talk about culture and faith and they bring in like guests, psychologists. And um, I'm like leaning into things like that. And I feel guided by like people like you and you're, you're sharing your story. You talk about your faith and you just, 
you're so transparent. That's what helps people. Like you just being transparent, like, listen, I was happy I'm 28. And then you said, wait a minute, I'm 28. (laughs) I was just like, that was me. Like, and I just feel better knowing that. I don't know if this is a good thing, but I feel better knowing that I'm not alone in like my feelings, like not, not alone in the fact that like I struggled with being, with turning this age and that I was like extremely happy. And then I got like, Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck I'm 30 like oh my goodness I don't have a husband yet I don't have a kid yet like I don't own a house yet I don't own a car yet like all these things that is just like my mom had at <laughs> like all of it by the time she was 30 yes yes I appreciate you being transparent like that's what's gonna make the world go round if we open up about how we're feeling and we just share with other people because someone else you are not alone feels the same Look, and that's the whole point of this show. I feel like Power and Pros was literally born out of me being by myself, just writing in my room um, for so long. And then the day that I took what I wrote in my notebook in my room and shared that with people, something, this is so cliche. People like something broke off, but it really did. Like something just felt, I was like, okay, I'm stepping into something new. This feeling is something I never felt before. The affirmation that I got from people, I never got claps while I was on stage because I never allowed myself to be on stage and say my poetry. And so I feel like coming from that, creating this space, it's the same thing. It's like, it's, I always tell that story because I always have to go back to it. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I recording this show? Why am I asking people to listen? Why am I being transparent? Who cares what I got going on? But there's something that happens even for me when I do this. And then it's the same thing for other people. And then that sparks, you show your story and then it goes on and on and on. Yep, um, yep. And it really, really, really transforms you. And when you hear stuff out loud, it's so much different than when you hear it in your head. When you say something, oh, let me tell you, therapy my therapist, we ask me stuff. I think it's like, what's on your mind? Go ahead, like say it. And then when I say it out loud, things that are true or not true, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe I can get it. She's like, oh, okay. Mm. And it's like hearing me say, I don't believe I can get something. It's like, whoop. Why? Like, oh my God, let's address that. You know what I mean? But when it's just a story in your head, a narrative that you continue to tell, that you lean into, that you coddle at night, you don't really feel the need to change it. You start to adapt it into your routine. And so um, this platform is to break that. It's to question things. It is to call things out. Um, And it's a reminder, right? It's an archive. It's something I can go back to when I'm having a moment. I can go to an episode and be like, oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Like, it's it's like journaling. You know why I highly recommend people journal is just honestly is to show God's grace. Like, I know that I'm not, I don't like to get preachy, but it is literally was looking at my journal from like 20. I've been writing in my journal since I was 13 years old. I can look at Ola's 13-year-old thoughts, 14-year-old thoughts, 15, 16, I'm 30. I've been writing since 13 years old, right? And I went back to my journal one time and I saw <laughs> in 2008, like, oh my God, I can't believe Barack Obama is the president. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a junior and it just gives me hope and inspires me. Like, I can do it if he could do it. Not, I'm not like I want to be the president, but it's yeah. just like I can achieve the goals that I want for myself. And that made me smile. And then I re- read my journal about like how I was like so sad. I was unemployed. I also hated my job. Mm-hmm. There was a point where I hated the job I was at. There was a point where I was unemployed. There was a point where I literally read Ecclesiastes, I think is like chapter three, when it talks about there's a time and a season for everything mm-hmm. under the sun. Like 
they, it literally I read that and I, it was like as a time for war is a time for peace is a time for you know hope is a time for is a time for everything good and bad right and I literally go I wonder what season I'm in few days later got laid off lost the like apartment that I wanted and I was just like oh my god the boy that I was talking to at the time was like I don't want to be with you I want to be with my ex all of that happened in I swear it happened within like two weeks I read that I wrote I wonder what season I'm in the job thing the boy thing the apartment thing all coincidentally happened all at once and I said okay I think I know what season this is like this I said, oh, this is slap, slap, Ola season. Okay, this is, this is Ola, this is war season. And so I was just like, okay, this is my season. I was so low, like, so sad, so confused why all of this was happening at once. That was in 2000 and I think 18 that I read that journal, like, or that that time in my life happened. And the reason why I think you should be journaling is because like, you can look at that. And here I am now, like, I'm at a career that I'm really happy at. I got an apartment with, I got two floors. Like I, I'm happier in this state. Like Mm -hmm. I'm dating, I'm getting to know people. It's better than what that was. And it's just like, that's the testimony. And I think writing things down is just evidence. It's just evidence. Yeah. Now y'all heard it from another person and not just me. Cause y'all know I, we have a a prose prompt every episode. I'm asking y'all to write something every episode. And it's really because you need to be able to reflect on what's even asking that question. What season am I in? I feel like it's so important. Um, mm-hmm. And you found the answer. It wasn't the answer you liked, but you did get the answer, the answer like? of where you were. And I think even knowing where we are, then I can understand how I'm supposed to respond based on, like, I guess you, the response, I guess, is the same to God, no matter what, because he's good all the time, right? But I feel like there's going to be some seasons just just require a different level of faith. It's going to require a different level. You, like, pressing in. And when you know where you're at, then you could assess how you should respond in that moment. So, yeah. Child, I'm in a season I don't like either. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay, though, because, like, it, it doesn't – Another thing that someone told me is like, this is not going to last. Like this, this is temporary. This painful period is not going to last. Like, you know, it is here now for you, but it's, it's going to be a tomorrow for you as well. So like, I think you should just look forward to like, eventually I'm a, I'm going to be in a place where I'm happy, like, or Mm -hmm. like where I'm happy with this situation or happy with this career, happy with that thing. So don't worry. Like, Trouble don't last always. It don't. Praise God. Because listen. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not. It's really not, it's fun. not fun. You know what's good though about it is like, yeah, it's not fun. But like there's a little bit of grace in having like struggle. When you have struggle, it, it humbles you. It makes you all the more better for it. You appreciate things, your gratitude. Like mm-hmm. you, it, these are things that's like, I know you're listening like, uh, BS, I need this career to have it now. But I'm telling you, like when you look back at the pain, you just appreciate it a little bit because it grooms you into a better human being. I'm telling you. I was on unemployment line. I was on, like I was, you know, me and my sisters like try to collect food, food stamps because we just both lost our job. Like, not a fun period, a whole college degree, a whole hardworking woman. And I was in that position and, you know, and now look at me. Now I'm talking about RSUs and stocks. 
Now, let me tell y'all, she's talking about now, look at me. Let me tell y'all a little bit of something. <laughs> so she has sisters in media, which we're going to get into in a minute. My girl works at Twitter getting that Black Girls in Tech bag. Y'all know about it. And then was on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. Wow. Like, check it. Run the facts. Run it, run it, run it. So I, again, that's what I'm saying. I just love to see you shine because... I, I didn't even know all the things that you just shared, but I know that there is. You don't just get somewhere and have exude the grace that you exude without, you know what I'm saying? Like having, having I've been through the mud a little bit, I, I love the journey. I guess during that time, right, you're like unsatisfied. Was Sisters in Media born from then or was it a little bit before, a little bit after you got yourself together? Like when did Sisters in Media kind of start to pop off? Sisters in Media was born um, before. Sisters in Media was born when I was working um, at my first job out of college at NBC Universal. Mm-hmm. And I just did not feel like it was fair that um, people were getting jobs and internships because they knew someone. Like, I just thought that was so unfair. And so I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if I could create something that would basically technically play into nepotism, but for, for black and brown girls, like, you know, work in our favor for once. Um, and so that's why I started the organization. I wanted it to be like, I wanted Sisters in Media to be like, yo, like, I'm trying to get a job here. Um yo, Sisters in Media has a connect. Let's let's tap into that so that I can get the interview, blah, blah, blah. I want, I want Sisters in Media to be that thing, that source of connection that does for more privileged people who know people just because they were born into a certain family. Um, and so that was always like my dream for Sisters in Media. And so that's when it was born. And um, then it led to being event heavy, programming heavy and um, it's really, it's truly been a blessing. Like, I mean, I was unemployed, like I said, working on Sisters in Media. And it's funny, here here go the grace. I was unemployed. And so I said, let me obviously apply for jobs, but also focus on Sisters in Media. And then I was given the opportunity to have a collaboration event with Twitter Blackbirds um, before I even knew about Twitter being a place where people I could work at. So I did an event with them. And at the event, people were like, oh, this was great, blah, 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 blah. Where do you work? And I'm like, I'm just focused on Sisters in Media. And I ended up, you know, working here. And and um, it's just full circle. Like, you know, just uh, the way everything just falls out is just insane. But it's a blessing when you look back at it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of like my story. I love that because you were doing what you were supposed to be doing. It's like, okay, exactly. I have this idea. Yeah. I'm going to just work on that because it's what I have. And God going to have to do the rest. And he did. Exactly. You have to just let, like, you you just got to be doing what, don't let, like, the, the, the horrors of the world or the disappointments of the world push you in a place where you don't even want to try. Just get up every day. And it hurts. Like, and you're sad. But every day, wake your ass up and do what you can, you know, do what you can. And this is something that I did. I would be like, I'm really sad today because this is day 100 of me not working. But let me at least apply to one job. Just apply to one, do one email, one networking email, like reaching out to a random person. And I will be happy that I've tried today. And do it again the next day. Like, you know what? Let me try to reach out to one company, see if they would do have any interest in sisters in media and working with us 
just do one thing every day. And then it, it, it will open. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, doors will open. Doors will open 100%. That one win a day is so important. My I had to do that yesterday. My one win, I cleaned up my space on Sunday. And so I ended up having some clothes that I wanted to donate. And they were just, they were sitting there. And I'm like, I cannot look at this bag. So my win yesterday was dropping off that bag yeah. to be donated. And so... It's just that one thing. And it brought me so much joy. And then it was like 70 degrees. So then I was walking around my neighborhood and I found an antique shop, walked in the antique shop. I found this place that does happy hours till 8 p.m. So I didn't even drink yesterday. But the fact that I now have a new spot, I was like, noted, period. So it's just like yesterday turned into multiple wins because I was chasing the one. Like, what's one thing that I can do? And yeah, it just went from there. So I 100%, that one thing is enough. And I think the lie that we have to repel in those moments is thinking that it's not. Yes. And that you have to do 10 things yes. for it to be a win. That you have to do 20. That the win has to be recognized. I didn't post on my Instagram. was like, oh, donation, girly. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, no, let me drop this back off, child, and keep it moving. And so... I think that when we remove those barriers that aren't even real anyway, and it's just like, no, what is my one thing that I can grab in this moment? You grab it because you have removed all the things that told you you can't. Yep. Yep. It's just giving yourself grace. That's what it is. Like grace to make mistakes, but also grace to like give yourself a pat on the back. I did this one thing that I did not think about doing yesterday and or the day before. And I finally got my ass up and I did it like so give yourself that type of grace and you will continue to like find wins in a lot of things I'm telling you speaking of wins Forbes 30 under 30 how did that feel how have you been since then like and just honestly you turned 30 a couple months after right so it's like how did it feel like, okay, I'm approaching this age, whatever thoughts that you had as you're approaching it. I know it's a lot of thoughts. I don't know why we made 30 this thing, but it is a thing. And so as you're approaching it and you, it's announced, like I saw when I hopped on Twitter and I saw that you posted that, I was like, <gasps> get into it. Like that is just so dope. So how, how did it feel? Tell, tell us everything. Oh my God. Thank you for bringing it up. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, I I was like, <laughs> so can I tell you in 2020, so 2020, I turned 28. So I was where you where you are right now. And I turned 28 and I said, damn, like, damn, I'm yeah, I'm about to be 30. Like I, I was thinking about 30 at 28, like chill. Like I, I really it's don't I don't know. Chill, like, 30's 30, on my mind. 30, like, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting third. I'm getting I'm I'm close to 30. And then I also saw um that um a colleague of mine and colleagues, people that I knew were getting Forbes, and I said wow, like, it's not that far-fetched. Like, th- like really, that was my mindset. I was just like, wow, this thing is not that, it's not that far-fetched because I'm seeing people who are, you know, my colleagues make the list. And so then I go, wait, I took a deeper dive into the list and the list includes folks who, you know, you know, I'm on here because I'm a reporter and they do such a good job as a reporter or this is my day-to-day role and I'm getting recognized for it. And I just was like, wow, like, 
I started to feel in my head, like, I, I feel like I deserve to be on this list only because like <laughs> I do my day-to-day world role and I work hard in that. And then I also do like Blackbirds, which is a black ERG um, for Twitter. I, I do a lot of the leading programming and then I do Sisters in Media. And I said, I deserve to be on this list. And so I lit mental note when I saw the 28, um, the fourth 30 under 30, when I was 28, I said, mental note, I'm going to be on this the next, next year. It's also my last year. So I had to be on it. Um, and so the following year I was extremely intentional. Like I created a seven page doc of why I should be in Forbes 30. I've collected referrals over the years from execs and colleagues I created like what I do in detail with all of my roles. Um, I collected all of the press coverage that Sisters of Media has ever gotten. And I just was like formulating my, I'm going to be in this. I'm going to be in it. And um, I applied and I didn't think I got it. I forgot. <laughs> I, I applied. I asked people to refer me. I did my jo- job, my due diligence. And um, it was September. The last time I heard from Forbes, they asked me to fill out an, uh, another application and I filled it out. I said, following up here. And it was like cricket. So I was like, okay, I didn't get it. I woke up on December 1st and I get, I, I get out of my bed and, um, I'm talking to my sister, you know, gossiping, talking shit, which God gives us grace, right? <laughs> talking shit about, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And this person ain't even, like, I don't know who I was talking about or if what I was talking about, but I remember like complaining, but laughing to my sister. And so we were talking and I'm on my phone and I see a email from my friend that says, let's fucking go. Excuse my language, by the way. Sorry. And I was just like, what is he talking about? And I clicked the link that he sent me and I was like, <laughs> my mouth dropped. I went on my knees. I did a Yoruba prayer. I said, thank you, my God. There's no one like you. How could you do such a thing for me? Like what is, I was in pure joy. And my first thing was, I got to tell my dad. I could not wait. My dad is like, my number one, like, he's my number one fan. He's my supporter. Mm-hmm. And he, like, from when we were children, he was the one who's like, did you face your studies? Did you read your book? Did you do this? <laughs> he's the one that wants us to be, like, millionaires. That's his hope. And I'm like, I got to tell my dad. He's going to be so freaking proud of me. I called him. I said, Dad, guess what? He said, what? I said, I got fours. He said, my dad is very emotionless, <laughs> too. Like, my dad is very, he's a Nigerian man. But he, he was, he shouted. He said, I'm not going to work today. I'm coming to you. And he's like, he, he did not go to work. My dad bought me a cheesecake. My dad is so um, But yeah, like I was just, I said, wow, like this is, I've never been more proud of myself until like that happened. It was one of the best feelings. I wish I could go back to that day. Like that felt like so good. Um, but thank you so much for asking. I'm sure it felt great. It felt good to celebrate you. Um, and then there is another friend of mine, Buku. She works at Beats, and she made the list as well. And it was just like, y'all better come on with Forbes. Like, and your moment that you had, I had the same thing. Like, I mean, we know about Forbes, right? But I never like knew anybody that made the list. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm like, wait. I know people. You know people. And it just made me 
feel yeah, it made me feel good. Like you said, it's like it's attainable. And whether it's Forbes or if it's anything, it's like when I apply for something, it's like, yeah. And that's me. And that's on me. Like it's on me that I should period. Like it's like period. And I found out I didn't get something the week I was feeling down, y'all. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much stuff. I found out I did not. So I applied for this like Google podcast program thing. And I felt good submitting my app. Like I never, I felt really, really good. And I didn't get it. Mm. And I just, I saw the email. I deleted the email. And I was like, okay, you didn't get it. And I knew in my head, I'm like, you're still going to get the thing. So, of course, everything that you fill out is like, why do you want this thing? What is it? How is it going to help you? Like, whatever. And I'm like, what you wrote down on what you hope to get out of this program, I just felt this calming of like, you're still going to get what you apply for this for. It's not through this channel, but you're going to receive it. And that made me feel a little better. I was still annoyed and I was disappointed. But I was like, well... It's not a full loss, right? Because I'm getting what I want. I'm just not getting it right now. And I don't know where it's coming oh, it's from. <laughs> so I said, it's gonna having that resolve, that's I'm like, the season I'm in right now, it's taking a lot more, um, I won't even say a lot more faith because you need faith for everything. I think, I remember when I first got baptized, I needed faith for that, mm-hmm. that I was going to be good. Like I felt, I felt like, I don't know. I think I low-key didn't feel, um, did I, I don't, I don't want to say I didn't feel like I deserved it. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything was going to change after that. That's what people say. You raised to a new life. The old, your life starts today. Da, da, da. That's comforting for some people. For me, I was like, what y'all talking about? Like, what does that mean? And that terrified me. And so I needed faith even for spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. like getting baptized. I needed faith for that because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen when I get out this water. Like, it's going to it seem cool, but I really, like, what is, what is you, what do you expect of me now that I'm baptized? What am I going to expect for myself from people around me? And my life has changed mm-hmm. since that happened. It has to have faith. It was going to be a change that's good. Like, I had to believe in Romans 8, 8. You know what I mean? Like, I really had to be like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm making this decision because you got me. So this is the start of me believing that you got me. Like that's, that's how this is going to work. And so I think you need faith for everything, but I definitely think this moment that I'm in right now, big girl faith, like for real. That's how it works. I mean, cause faith without works is dead. Um, and that is, I think that's James. And it's just like, that really resonated with me because yeah, you add faith with it, but you gotta, you can't be sitting at home watching TV all day and not putting work behind it. And I look at you and I'm like, oh, this girl's going places. Like, I look at you and I see this girl's going places. You have the faith, you have the work ethic, you have the kindness. That's, I mean, that's more than what people who make it actually have. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm telling God. I'm like, look at me. There's some people who don't have faith. There's some people who don't have kindness. There's some people who even don't have the, you know, the drive. And they do it all right. They're making six figures. They're making as much as money as, like, I've always wanted. They're doing fine. That's why I know you will be fine. You will be fine. It's just this part. And I just want you to go to bed tonight and be like, 
I'm, I'm never going to forget this experience. I'm never going to forget this season. And this is going to be me in the next two years, test of testimony time, you know, testifying to someone else, like who's now then going to trade places with me and they're going to be in this situation. And you'd be like, listen, girl, that was me just two years ago. And it's, it's going to be fine. Do you ever, ever think about like some of the hardest times in your life and think about how like, oh, I got past that. Yeah, no, I had to do that last week. I had to do that the other day where I'm like, I low-key was not supposed to make it through that. I don't know how I made it through that. And I journal. I've been writing for forever. I have all my old journals in the house, mm-hmm. too. It's so crazy. Um, And so I have to do that, too. I have to look back and read things. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that day, girl, you sad. <laughs> or good times. I remember... The episode when I recorded that I got this apartment that I'm sitting in right now. Y'all, it's going to come up on a year. Remember when we first talked about my apartment? Um, and my apartment was 100% guy, point blank and period. I mean, every apartment I've had since I moved to the city has been that. Um, but it's my first solo place. And I wouldn't have gotten it without a guy like point, 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 point blank and period. So I feel that... I have to relook at those things. Like, remember when you know what was going on? Everything was very much giving dark, very much no light. Like, you know what was happening, and you good. You're good. I don't even think about paying my rent. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? And your apartment, I'm only seeing the bedroom, and it is swanky. Like, it looks great. Like, you look like you're making a lot of money, honey. Like. I'm dead. I'm making definitely more than when I first got here, babe. Because when I first got here, this looks great. For those listening, her TV is on the wall. Like the decor is on 10. It looks beautiful. Like this is great. Like, yo, and it's hard for me because I'm a, I'm just like, I don't know. Tauruses are known to be like stubborn. Oh, you're a Taurus too? Yeah, <laughs> Tauruses are known to be stubborn. I guess, like, um, supposedly, right? And so I like I do a bad job, like, and I'm being honest on this podcast because we're supposed to be right. I do a bad job. I like complain a lot. I like cry all the time. I'd be like, God, you you doing all these blessings for other people. Meanwhile, like you just did my bio and you made me feel like, oh my God, that's me. Like you you hyping me up. <laughs> and it's just like he's like, look at what I've already done. And you only 30. Mm-hmm. And I plan for you to live until you're 90 by God's grace. Like I'm this mm-hmm. is the beginning. This is like 30, 28, this is this is the beginning. This is a, this is the beginning. Like if we plan to live a full life by God's grace, we've got so much more living to do. Like, and yeah. I don't, I refuse for us to be like, oh my God, we're, we're 30, we're older, like, or we're 28, late twenties. Like I'm old. Like, no, honey, like eight years ago, you were 20. Like just funny. Mm-hmm. Eight years ago, my mom was 50. So we're, we're pretty, we're pretty young. And, um, yeah. I don't want us to like lean on, you know, the negative, which is something that I, that's why I was like, I'm crying in the morning. Like, why am I single? I'm a good person. I'm decent looking. Like what is happening? Like I've been putting myself out there. I don't want to be single. I don't want to not like prepare for like partnership. Like this is killing me. Um, But I, there's just so many things to be grateful for. There's one prayer or song that like, you know, I, I hear a lot and it says like, God, if you don't do anything for me for the rest of my life, that's okay. Cause you've done enough. Like, 
when you look around like oh my god he has done enough like I woke up I'm healthy like I can walk I'm mobile I can see with my eyes I can hear with my ears I can speak with my tongue like mm-hmm. I have faith I know who you are that in itself is a blessing like there are people who don't know who you are like um, I was mm-hmm. raised in a home that is loving I have too many blessings to count and um, I've, I want to be able to walk in that instead of walking in what I don't have. So I, I want to be better. It's hard because I'm a natural, like, you know what I mean? I be, I'm a, I don't think I'm a perfectionist, but I have high expectations. Um, yes. That's me. And I, what's bad for me is I'm like, God has high expectations too. And so I'm made his image. Like, I... Period. I have high expectations. Um, people, yeah, you talk about my apartment. While you were talking about my room, because you can see it in my head, I'm thinking about my spreadsheet that I have of additional decor that I need up in here. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, nope, you are good. It's like the paths that we take, and y'all know I always say left foot, then your right foot, left foot, then your right foot. Like, that's how we walk this life mm-hmm. out. And you look up and you journeyed miles, and you didn't even notice it because your rhythm is just in tandem with what God has passed out for us. So, yeah, I'm trying to keep it as well. I definitely get into a little complaining. And let me tell you, complaining sometimes, it just sounds crazy. I think sometimes complaining is fun. If you got the right person on the other end of that phone and we both are keep keep keying about what we want to happen and da-da-da, it's not fun because I want what I'm what I'm complaining about. But just being able to voice it, it seems like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's not. So I feel you on like it being hard because I definitely be leaning into that. As far as all of the things that you've done, there's one thing I just looked at my notes and I forgot to mention that you were on a panel at South by Southwest, point blank, period, period. And so as you're speaking out, whether it's Blackbirds, if it's Sisters in Media, here on this podcast right now, and just thinking about your foundation with God, as you're turning, you're having new goals and things that you want to accomplish. How are you maintaining that? And you're able to speak out and fill up your your own cup so that way you can pour out into other people. What does that process kind of look like for you? For me, I just have to make sure that I am mentally and physically kind of like healthy and okay like um sometimes I do this thing I have a habit of like not checking in on myself and just do it just do 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 I love to be busy I think it's a good thing but I think sometimes it can be bad like yo like just sit mm-hmm. your ass down and watch tv and just don't do anything today. yeah it's a balance yeah I need a I need to work on balancing that um I also have the personality of someone who I care too much. That is something I hate about myself. It seems nice, but I think I care too much. Like every little thing, like, oh, like, you know, this invite went out and I forgot to include this one person. Oh my God, they're going to be angry with me. They're not going to like me anymore. But like, I care too much. I need to like, and that also drowns me. I feel Mm -hmm. like with the role that I have with Sisters in Media, sometimes I feel like, I want to be too much of a people pleaser. Um, and I need to stop that because in any position, not everybody's going to be happy with the role that I have mm-hmm. at Twitter, with being a lead for like doing program for Blackbirds. I mean, trust me when I say people come up to me and know that I'm involved with Blackbirds. Oh, why didn't we do this event? Why we didn't do that? We want to do this. Blah, blah, blah. All, everyone has an opinion. 
and I'm receiving it and I'm like, dang, I should have, but I'm one human being. I can't tackle everything. Um, and so what I need to do is by pouring into myself, I need to check myself in terms of like, listen, you can't handle, you need to know how to say no. Like you need to be like, oh, that sounds like a great opportunity. And I really would be interested in it, but I'm going to say no right now because I know that I can't handle it like right now with all these other things. And when I do that and I'm balanced, then it's going to be easy for me to like go out to my colleagues or friends and other people who are interested and be like, oh yeah, I have time. Like I have time to pour into you. I mean, I get LinkedIn requests all the time and hey, I want to like pick your ear and Sometimes I'm like, definitely. And other times I'm like, I really don't have the time. Like, um, I just have to do that. And I yeah. felt so bad. What you were saying? So I was like, you feel bad because it's just like, I will never forget being in that position. Like, I know how it feels. Like, I know how it feels to be like, you know, desperate to like get somebody to like see you and hear your interests and, you know, hook you up with like opportunities, internships, careers. Like I know what that feels like. I would never forget it. And so, and I told myself when I was in that position, when it's my turn, I will not turn my back on someone who's acting, especially if she's black. Like, um, and I've had to like, I've had to do that. Cause like, I, I just can't juggle so much and I need some time for myself. I definitely want to do a better job at pouring into myself with self-care and like, ment- like I'm going to be honest, like last year I had a mental breakdown, mental breakdown, didn't sleep, didn't eat, lost a lot of weight, mental breakdown, like, and it was not fun. And that happens when you put in too much in yourself, like you're just pouring out too much. You're starting to get anxiety and not taking care of your body. I was not taking care of my body. And it just, you just tumble. Like one day you're fine. The next day you're like on the edge. Like I was on the edge. I'm not trying to get back. I don't want to move back to that place and to that person. So what I'm trying to do more is be intentional with how I'm taking care of myself. I also talk to myself a lot more in my mind. I'm like, I was never really conscious about my thoughts until that mental breakdown happened. And now I'm very conscious. Now I'm like, no, 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 no. That's negative. Let's think more on the positive. Let's think about things that make me happy because I've learned that your thoughts then have a, it's crazy. Your thoughts have a reaction on your body. Like if you're scared about something, then you're going to get anxious and you're going to tense up. It has a, if you're nervous, then your heart is going to be beating like really fast. Like whatever you're thinking, it has a play on how your body's responding and I've, that's why I'm like, I've learned, like, I need to lean into thoughts that are kind and, and good and healthy um, and that that come from God and not into thoughts that come from me or my fear or my anxiety or the enemy. Like, I can't lean into that because then it's going to have a bad reaction on my body. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to eat. I don't know what would happen. Like, my heart breathed. Oh, my goodness. It was bad. So, like, I need to pour into me to make sure that I'm healthy 
I need listen. I have one body. This is one time that I'm gonna live, and I need, to, I need to be my priority. And then once I'm in the good space, then yeah, it's easy for me to pour into other people. It's easy for me to be like, yeah, I'd love to take that lunch. I'm in a good space. Yeah, I'd love to like get on a call with you and tell you about how to land a role at Twitter or how to you know find interest in media and and, and you know negotiate your salary. Yes, I want to do it. I have the time. I'm in the mental space to do it. But I have to prioritize how I, I see that. That is so real. There's a scripture that says, as a man thinketh, so is he. And I don't, I ain't get it the first time, you know what I'm saying? The first couple times that you read some scriptures, someone be over my head. <laughs> but what you just described is that what we think plays out into who we are, who we become, the responses that we give to people, whether we want to be in a place, whether we don't. I'm in the same job I was in the week I was down and I was like, oh, I'm at this job. But when I tell you this week has already started off so like drastically different and it's because of how I'm thinking about where I am. It's because how I'm thinking about my space, how I'm thinking about my week, the task that I have to do, my role. It's like, okay, how can I own this? How can I body this in my way? Um, and also believing that this ain't gonna be my reality forever. Where last, when I was thinking about it before, that was not it. And it was very much like, okay, well, since I'm stuck here, might as well not do nothing. Like, it was just a totally different mindset. And so when you start to feel stuck, you feel claustrophobic, you feel trapped. There is no space for redemption in that. There is no space for in that and so because you feel hopeless you don't do things because you don't have the faith so what's the point in doing mm-hmm. the works you know and so it's definitely different when you can uh, begin to train your brain to be in a different spot and i think one of the first things that we have to think about is that we're qualified right we're qualified to get to the space we want to get to we're qualified to talk to god about what we want to talk to him about that's why the veil has been torn that's why we're his chosen people like all those things you start to believe in just these foundational things and then you can personalize it a bit more because I think we start to think about us like, okay, well, I'm like this or my personality trait is this. So I don't know mm-hmm. if this is for me to have or if it's achievable or I don't see how I'm going to plan this moment. And when we can take the foundational thoughts, then I think all the subsequent ones that come, you can succumb them to those. And it's like, nah, that's not what it say though. It said that I'm going to be good. So since I'm going to be good, let me be good then. And it's just, it just is, I have a, I breathe different mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm thinking the right thoughts, yeah. literally. And I wanted to add to what you were saying. Like, there was a Bible verse that I, I couldn't get what it was, but I think it's Proverbs 425. It says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. So to me, it's like, focus on what's ahead of you. This this right here is in front of me. Right now, the, the thing that you're focused on is, you know, this job or you know, the next job, whatever. This is ahead of me. I can't be looking behind because that's there's it, ha- mm-hmm. it's, it happened, it's the past, it's done. That's it. And then there's another verse that I was thinking about when you were talking and it's um, um, the Lord will fight for you. You just keep still. And that is my favorite, one of my favorite verses when it comes to like turmoil and, you know, battles. Like right now you you're in a battle. I'm in a battle. And I'm like, why can't nobody do this for me or see me this way? And it's just like, he's going to fight for me. I'm just going to do me and he'll fight for me and I'll be fine. He's going to fight for you. He's going to be the one defending you in those 
those conference rooms where they're deciding between you and Tiffany on the end or or John or whatever. He's going to be there like, all right, let me defend my child. Like, And we're all his children, right? But what's meant for you is, is meant for you. The job that you really felt good about that you lost, someone else got it. And that person who got it is going, you know, it was meant for them. And that's fine. Yeah. Because what gives you the great the greatest satisfaction is like knowing what when you receive the yes congratulations this role is for you it's great because like now I got the money blah 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 that all that stuff is beautiful it's wonderful but what else gives me the satisfaction is I pray for it and God answer me and that means this is where He wants me to be and that is mm-hmm. good because if He wants me to be here I will do well like I will receive exactly what He wants me to receive. And that's the best yep. part of like, you know, when I was asking God for like this entertainment role at Twitter, I was just like, what my worry is, is that I will have to give up on this dream because it's not happening. And maybe it's just not meant to be. And I'm like, dad, cause I really want to do this thing. Like, but what if it's not meant to be? Um, that would be disappointing. Cause I, I really like it, but maybe I wouldn't do well. That's why he didn't give it to me. And so when I got it, I was just like, that means that means you know I'm gonna do great things here like or that means you know I I feel good because now you have confirmed Jesus that I belong here by you saying Mm -hmm. yes to this and that is not me saying you're not gonna struggle it's not gonna be hard you're not gonna receive like some pushback and like all those things are still gonna happen but at least there's confirmation that I belong here this is where this is where I'm supposed to be um, so mm-hmm. I think that's something else that you should definitely be thinking about too. When, when the time comes, you're going to be like, Hey, this is where I'm meant to be like that. Me- and I know he's fighting for me, so I'm going to be okay. Like it's going to be a struggle. Yeah. That's life, but you're going to be okay. I think about that even now. Thank you for that. I think about that now with my current job. So, I mean, like I, y'all. I have been, I got this apartment with this job. I think I promoted at this job. I have survived through a pandemic. And my job, we had layoffs. We had people get fired, all type of stuff. And your girl is still standing. So I'm like, okay, I'll take that as confirmation too. Of like, okay, you want me to be here right now. Because if I was supposed to be somewhere else, there was definitely a whole pandemic that could have made that happen. And it hasn't. I'm still, I'm still popping. So yeah, I feel that on this end. So I definitely know on the other end, on the other side, it's going to be, I'm going to feel it all the more. So thank you so much for that. As always, if we have a guest on the show, we're having some good conversation. There's always a power tool that people can take away. There's this one immediate thing you can do. This episode turns off and it's like, this is the thought. This is the action that I can take to go into the next step of sending into my power, going to the next step of standing into all that I'm called to be. And today, Ola is going to give us that. So if you had one final thought, closing remark, what would that be to all the cool kids? Oh, I like this. Um, One closing remark is this too shall pass. So if anyone is feeling in a space where you are not happy, you you feel like your faith is hanging by a thread, you feel like your career is hanging by a thread, or you feel like there's no career, like you just feel hopeless um, in whatever situation you're in. It could be career-wise, it could be personal, it could be social, it could be your health. Um, I just wanted to say, share that this too shall pass. Like this period is not going to last. 
there's a time and a season for everything in life under the sun. And the, that means that, yes, difficult times will come. And this may be your difficult period, but it's also going to pass. And there's going to be sunshine tomorrow. There's going to be better days ahead, more exciting opportunities, better than the ones that left, better than the ex, better than the last job, better than everything that happened in the past. So I want you to lean into the excitement and the hope and the faith that this good thing is coming soon. And, and you just going to, you got to be prepared for it. Like, so get excited. Like, no, I, if I were you, I would get excited. Get really excited. Imagine if I told you you're going to be a millionaire in two weeks. Like, if you knew about that, like, if you knew about that big blessing that's going to happen in two weeks, I know you wouldn't be, you know, leaning into your fear, leading into anxiety, leading into depression, leading into the sadness. If you knew this blessing was coming in two weeks, how would you act? So I hope that if anything, you can leave feeling excited because like this thing that's about to happen for you is better than your imagination. God bless you. And it's going to be okay. Y'all heard it here first. And it's such a good reminder. Y'all can hear I needed to hear it. And I feel like we did dive a little bit into me. I was trying to um get me together, y'all. But you really can apply it to everything. And so I hope that y'all pick that up from this episode. And if the cool kids want to keep up with you, Sisters in Media, where can we find you on social? Yes. Um, follow Sisters Media on Instagram and Twitter and even on LinkedIn, just Sisters in Media on um, Instagram and Twitter, LinkedIn as well. Um, we are on Facebook as well as Sisters in Media NYC, but please keep in touch where it matters. And um, you can also join our listserv, um, and that is on our website, which is www.sistersinmedia.com. Um, where you'll get like you'll be like the first to get information if we have perks like movie tickets, screenings, or events. Um, our listserv folks get that information first, and then the folks that follow us on social media get it after. So definitely tune in. We have a big announcement coming like in a few days or maybe next week. So tune in, and um, we're really excited to see and hear from you. Yeah. Okay, y'all, with the exclusive, y'all better hop on the listserv. All of the links will be in the show notes, so be sure that you tune in. If you are a sister in media, a wannabe sister in media, this is your sign. This is your chance. This is your moment. So be sure that you plug in. I mean, my girl was on Forbes, okay? So she is a person that you want to be connected to, that you can learn from. And the events they do ain't no pitter-pat. Like, it's like... It's legit. It's it's legit. So be sure that y'all plug in, especially all the girlies that are in New York. Even if you are not local to the New York area, be sure that you at least follow on social media because you really can, again, still learn tips and tricks. If there's anything that's live streams, you can be a part of it, all that stuff. So be sure that you check in. Another one down, y'all. We're getting very, very, very close to my 100th episode, and I'm shook about it. Like, I'm over here worried about 30. And meanwhile, my 100th episode is creeping up behind me, and I'm shook about it. Like, I... Y'all know, I've said it multiple times. Like, I just really did not see this podcast coming. Like, I did not see it coming whatsoever. And to go from recording bi-weekly to now we're coming every week, um, newsletter to social media, my first live podcast show, being able to donate money to a social justice initiative. Like, just so many things that have happened with this platform that I did not see coming and I have so many more ideas and I can't wait to share them with y'all. Maybe this is a media collab, who knows? So be sure that 
y'all check in keep rocking with me um and i just want to thank y'all each and every episode i do not take it for granted each and every download each and every share um every person that responds to an email that i send with their thoughts i just really 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 appreciate it so if you are new to the power and pearls family and you too want to be a cool kid be sure that you click the link in the show notes to sign up for the pros and praise pages newsletter I come into your inbox every other week with a mini devotional. I share Bible plans that I'm doing on the YouVersion Bible app so you can plug into that. And you'll be plugged into our monthly prayer call and devotional. So I just started that. Um, we're about to be in month three of that popping off. And I didn't see that coming either. It just kind of flowed. And so we're going to keep flowing with it and rolling with it. So if you want to be a part, um, if you are having a hard time praying, you're having a hard time keeping up your devotional time, this is just a great space of accountability. It's a week long. So we do five days together. And then that kind of kickstarts you to begin your own practice. And so if you need that, be sure that you plug into the pros and praise pages newsletter. That's where I drop uh, the things. It's not as much pubs on social media just because I feel like I want to kind of keep it intimate and I want to honor the space for those who sign up. So that is the one place where you'll be able to get all the details for that. Listen, we're on this journey together. We're continuing to profess our power to know who we are and it's all anchored in Christ. So if you are having a hard time, if you are trying to remember some things, go to your Bible, like literally read it. I know there's so many days where it is hard the verse of the day, one thing. That's just one thing. Open it out, read the verse of the day, close it. If that's all you got, God honors what you have if you bring it before him. So be sure that you take that one step, get that one win, get that one verse. That's all you need. You don't have to do anymore. All you have is all you need. I love you, cool kids. Remember to profess your power and there's power in prose. Bye.